Tanya Davis, Ooh. I need you to go first today in our opening compliment for the movie Made of Honor. <sighs> um, I'm going to compliment Michelle Monaghan's uh, costumer. Sure. Because she's consistently wearing midi length things. Like her dresses are always like past the knee in a nice way. And I just think she, she looks really consistently great. And yeah, so, like classy, not like she's trying to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, classy and not ditzy. I think because Patrick Dempsey plays the ditzy woman in this, she gets to look like put together mm. and lovely, and don't have to worry about her. So I enjoyed that. It's nice not to have to worry about Michelle Monaghan for once. <laughs> I know Thank that clumsy God. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she has. She also has famously ugly knees, so what? it's good no. that we're covering them. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> does anyone know about anyone's knees? Like, actually, can you tell me any celebrities' knees that are, like, notable? Yes, don't be stupid. Everyone knows that Kate Middleton got famous for her perfect knees, and she created a wave of knee reconstruction <laughs> fears, because everyone was talking about how great her knees yeah. looked. Yeah, th- th- those were some good mm. knees. Mm. Oh, can we actually, can we settle this once for all? Monaghan or Monaghan? Because I'm going to F it up the entire Monaghan. day. I'm going Monaghan. Because there's a G in it, yeah, guys. Yeah, but it's, but it's, it's, a, it's uh, a silent sort of Irish G. One of those is a name, the other one isn't. <laughs> Do you have friends named Monaghan? <laughs> I don't have friends named either of them. I have no friends, oh, get guys. More friends. I have friends named Smith, Davis, and Falcone. That's it. Mm. None of those are Monaghan or Monaghan. It's, it, it's Falcone as there's a G in it. <laughs> Chris, I want you to be next. What is your major compliment for Made yeah, of so, Honor? Uh, the, the back nine of this movie takes place in Scotland, which I uh, have spent the- some time in. And Scotland comes off looking a little backwards, but damn pretty in this movie. Uh, you know, you got your locks, you got your hills and old castles, and, and it, it all looked great. And, uh, you know, the Scottish people looked silly, but that was the point. It was, uh, it was nicely the shot. The country represented well, the people did not. Yeah, no. It's all just leggy kissograms from there. Ez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your major compliment? Um, honestly, movies are a great form of escapist art. Because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. As this compliment is for the for, cinema. For, for the art Moving of film. pictures. And so here's the thing. I can actually like back this Oscar montage. Up. Like the Oscars salutes itself. <laughs> it's annual masturbation. Loom, yeah. Yes. Imagine to upon a screen they might project the image. Aren't the best films we've ever made great? <laughs> you're, okay. you're not wrong. Here's the thing. But that is the laziest compliment you've ever given. No, it's really not. So, so... It would be word after the backstory of when I first saw this movie. Okay. Um, so Sarah and I saw this um, when we were living this in Malaysia. This better be a good story. We saw, every, we saw every single movie that came out in 2008, basically. So we saw Definitely Maybe. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's um, cute. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we, like, there was nothing we didn't see that the 2008. We just it was we were very, uh, 27 dresses we saw in theaters also, um, and uh, and we also saw Maid of Honor and. I enjoyed my time in an air-conditioned uh, theater, um, you know, with seats, and um, you know, not knowing that I was in a foreign country that was, uh, you know, giving me like severe culture shock. So this was a good time for me. Okay. Uh, so did you also see Milk in Malaysia? I don't think they would show it. Right. There. Okay. Yeah. How about Tropic Thunder? <laughs> yes. The wrestler. <laughs> no, I saw a pirated version of Malaysia. Okay, um, you did say you saw all the f- movies of 2008. So he's just going through the uh, movies of 2008. Oh, we can't test this. We don't have did time. You step up to the streets in Malaysia? <gasps> did you? No, no. God uh, so damn it, I should Ezra. say, whatever was released between like February and August, I should all say. All right, this is too specific. We don't have band. time to go Tighter through band. The, We don't have a time to go through all of it, but I'll believe you. My major compliment <laughs> is uh, I always love a thesis statement in a movie. So I love a movie that's just like, here is the whole sum up of what the whole point of this movie is just turn the obviousy up to 11 let us yes. know so we don't have to look out for subtle stuff here was here's here's what it was in this movie ha 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 maid of honor but you're a guy yeah <laughs> that is that was the pitch line yeah. that's the whole movie yeah. uh that just over that over again it, it did seem like maybe 2008 is a little late for it to be funny that a guy is doing slightly feminine things but yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. also so little of the most of the movie. It was just, it, it wasn't necessarily like, I mean, so they had the parts where he was being emasculated, but so much of it also was this like journey of self-discovery and, and like him like getting to know himself better that had Did, nothing to do with him supporting the wedding. Right, but there was or, still like every 10 minutes he would meet a new character who did not know yet that he was a male maid of honor and then they yes. would freak out all over again like we hadn't heard that before. 
Yeah. It is. It yeah. is not a. I'm going to say it. This is the first time I'm ever going to say it about a movie. But this is not a good enough pun to build a movie around. You, you don't think? Oh! <laughs> All the other ones are great, but this one. Yeah. So it's made spelled M A D E as if he was built out of our honor. And but that, he is, that makes me so mad because he is um, the least honorable dishonor. dude. Yeah. He, there's nothing and, uh, about him that's honor. Actually, it's, it's it's kind of fun because um, uh, you know IMDb noted that it did not translate uh, this pun into other languages. You know. Thankfully, uh, and so in Spanish, it um, translates to "I want to steal the bride." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I actually think that would have been. I a would title. love to go see "I Want to Steal the Bride." <laughs> I would, I would watch that movie. Yes, I would watch that movie. I feel like that's every Popeye episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Pluto. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about movies and books and TV and stuff. Each week, we're taking a topic selected usually by you guys. Today, this was selected by our Meat Buddies. As yeah, Meat Buddies. Yeah, Meat Buddies. Thanks, yeah, meat guys. Meat Buddies. Um, and uh, it's a very special episode. I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone on Twitter, at Alex underscore Falcone. And this is a super host episode. So joining me, as always, in chair number two, it's at C. Walter Smith in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Yes, I'm all dressed up in my glow-in-the-dark thunder beads. Do you like them? Great time to talk about this. Has anyone ever said thunder beads before, or was that them just having to not be able to say anal beads? Can't talk about the butt, because yeah. it's a movie that's ostensibly for families. <laughs> I, was, I was curious, so I did some Googling for thunder beads, and there's no reference prior to 2008. And I think mm. that it's all people who so are... So it's a trendsetter is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. created a new term for a, a, a dirty thing. The trend that is sweeping the nation of old lady necks and young lady butts. <laughs> I feel like the fact that it was on an old lady neck means that it didn't sweep a young lady butt, though. No, no, no. Not, well, they're, not that they're kept separate. Set. Yeah, but the trend generally was on the both. Trend. Yes. Also, that's a thing that I don't think anal beads do. I'm going to say sweeping is not part of the job. All right. Uh, what is also- part of the job if you're going to write up the CV? <laughs> that is going to write up the job description. Yeah. And now I'm not. No. <laughs> I quit uh, HR for anal beads. Must, must be. Uh, sorry, I quit a lot of things for anal beads. <laughs> oh, I'm, I didn't mean it like that. I also quit sentences. I can't quit you, Thunder Beads. I'm going to say it's a uh, must be a go getter, self motivated. Yeah. Um, um, really? Do you really want a self powered? <laughs> <laughs> Not now, that. Thunder Beads. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I, on the other hand, Chris, do you want to be hand crank or solar powered? Because I don't. Uh, yeah, well, I definitely, no, the hand operated, thank you. And also, cleanliness is a must. Thank cool. you. An issue. Um, attention to detail. Yeah, attention yes, to detail, that's a good detail. one. Proficient in Excel. Durabi- <laughs> durability. Helpful. No, Excel is always helpful. No oh, pivot tables. Always. All right, yeah. also joining us today. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who just said the thunder? That was you, Chris, right? That was me. Yeah. All right, also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter, also in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tanya Davis. Uh, well, what's your jock size, Melissa? Oh, zing! Boy. Is got, that a thing? Got her with that no, whole jock size. Nobody measures a jock size. No, it it's just like thunder beads, man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that didn't make sense to me at all. Is it just? I guess just large because it's how, how big it goes around your waist. Yeah, it's it's just waist size, really. Yeah. Everything what? else is stretching. What? It's just no. what's your waist size? I thought it was that about your be. cup. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's what he was suggesting. But like, when you buy a jock, I don't think you say like eight and a half inches. I think you say waist size, and then it just it interpolates. Yeah, I was. I would. I you can't buy a jock with like narrow waist, big bulge, or at yeah. least that's yeah. what uh, you know my little league experience. <laughs> growing up was <laughs> was having a skin oh, okay. like, like around like were you just like was it around your weight like around your ankles or was it just you had a gigantic bulge and like you like hit balls with it oh no 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 I'm just saying the sizing you know I was just like a, a probably a, a small slash S slash M guess what the podcast is cancelled <laughs> <laughs> an S and M jock huh alright also yeah. joining us today this is now the Chris finds jock straps at different times in life podcast <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, you guys in Northern California, is Mr. Ezra Fox. I'm going to juggle some China, and you're going to fall in love with me. Thank you. Oh, and by you, do you mean everyone in that damn department store? Because you juggle plates like a freaking Picasso. But <laughs> <laughs> No one has ever fallen in love with someone else because of juggling, I don't think. Mm, I don't uh, know, though. No, Maybe yeah. Everyone, yeah. What, have you been juggling the right things? 
Uh, well, I guess juggling. Right. Well, he also juggles girlfriends. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He juggles that tram. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode number 299. Holy crap, you guys. We have now Why? done as many episodes as the price in euros of the entry-level Apple Watch. Oh. Hmm. That seems like a worse deal. Speaking of things <laughs> you'll only look at once, this week we're talking about Maid of Honor. I wish. Two- yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> uh, oh, has, has, has looked at it twice now. I have two, yeah. actually. Oh. No. Sometimes oh. a girl gets desperate for a rom-com. <laughs> I hear that. Goes down a dark path. <laughs> this, this is the 2008 movie starring Patrick Dempsey and Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I said it. I panicked. I panicked a little. So anyway, uh, so what am I? Vampire. Monaghan. <laughs> <laughs> so we were we asked the Meat Buddies to nominate uh, nominate some films, but the main reason we're talking about a wedding movie is because this is our third and I hope final wedding special. Yeah, the podcast. Yay. Chris and Tanya, you guys yeah. are married now. Yeah, we're married. Now my finger clicks on a glass. Yeah, I hear that. I like to yeah. click it on a table sometimes. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite positions to click it. The table click. Ez, yeah. what do you like when your wedding ring hits? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like people are trying to mug me. It's like like a single like brass knuckle. Oh. <laughs> okay. Huh. Interesting. Bam. Right in the move kisser. To a, move to a better neighborhood, Ez. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll do what I want. Post wedding, Ez is punching muggers. I like that you punch <laughs> with your weak hand too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how I get stronger. Yeah, it's also just so. jab hand. It's good. Jab, jab, jab. 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 Rope a dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you got a, you got a wedding ring. You guys are all married. It's so cute. So we put out the call for well, that sounded shitty, but it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, that whole like I hope this is our third and final one. That's well, been really I, fun too. I enjoyed. It. I was just I said I said third, and then I was like, well, but 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 you know, hopefully, you know, because there's options. Because like this yeah. guy has like seven. Remember in this movie. Yeah. Also, that's just got engaged. You know. It's all oh right. yeah, we can celebrate other weddings. There, yeah, there are more weddings in the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plenty of them, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we got the, we got a couple votes for uh, for Maid of Honor. It looks it was it looked terrible, and so you guys picked it, right? You guys you guys went through the nominations. Is that how you picked this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was a bit. There's a little. There's also a Twitter pile on for Maid of Honor that yes. helped. Yep. Nice. Thanks, Twitter Army. Good job. Twarmy? Nope. <laughs> okay, bye. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I had a good run. Chris, uh, uh, it's I would been like, fun. If you guys want to help us celebrate a milestone in your life by making us watch a movie trivializing it, go to readdishweep.com, sign up on our mailing list, and you can help sponsor an episode. Or if you become a meat buddy at readdishweep.com slash meat buddies, you can help us choose when we have choosing to do's. Chris, yes, I need sir. you to summarize today in the style of a maid of honor. I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. You're a man. You can't do that. Oh, wait. Uh, Maybe a man of honor? Yeah, wow. a man of honor. Or how about that someone who just... That would never happen. How about just, I want to steal this bride? <laughs> Ooh, what, if, what if it was just called Honorable Dick? <laughs> mm. Huh. A sequel to the movie Dick? About Richard yeah. Nixon? Yeah. <laughs> the Honorable Dick. Judge Dick. <laughs> yes. Played by uh, Judge Dick. Okay, so, so here's, here's the deal. Um, so there's Patrick Dempsey, uh, McDreamy, from television's Surgery in Seattle show. And uh, he uh, plays Tom, and Tom uh, basically thinks he invented something called a coffee collar. Uh, and the coffee collar is that thing that goes around a hot cup of coffee. You know, it's that cardboard thing. <laughs> Can I... I like that this is what you pulled out of the movie, Chris. <laughs> Do you? He thinks he invented it, or he just no? Did? In, the, in, the, in the movie, he did. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's like Patrick. In... Patrick Dempsey thinks he did too. Anyway, movie... he invents it, and he's set for life on money because he just gets royalties coming in. So he's sort of a. He uh, claims uh, a rich guy who doesn't do much, but he dates a lot. He claims he gets ten cents for every cup of coffee sold, which is bananas. Yeah. That cannot... I feel like he can't be. You can't just be Taylor Swift <laughs> because <laughs> you made up coffee collars. Most people can't be Taylor Swift, regardless yeah. of the coffee collar he situation. He has the best contract ever. <laughs> I get to be Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, Alex, you can be Taylor Swift. That, no, that's how she got it. She invented coffee collars, and in her contract was like, I get to be Taylor Swift, and they were like, done. <laughs> I, Welcome I'm to New York. How cups of coffee are sold? Yeah, that'd be a, a, a crap ton. But anyway, uh, so he dates a lot, and uh, but the thing is, he has this friend, and his friend's Hannah, who he met in college, and Hannah and he are platonic friends. 
um, <laughs> which means that uh, they don't have sex. He has sex with like everybody else, but they don't date Tom and Hannah. Hannah works at Restoring Art, and uh, she actually uh, goes to Scotland on, on a work trip. And he, they're such good friends. They know each other's every move, and they, they are, support each other through their everyday life that without her, Tom's a wreck. And he realizes he really loves Hannah. And so when she returns from Scotland six weeks later, he's going convi- to convince her uh, to date him. He's going to show his true feelings. Uh, but she comes back actually uh, engaged to a Scottish guy named Colin, which is a which big is- disappointment. To, uh, and surprising, to right? You almost never expect that. Scotland's yeah. pretty small. Yeah, Scotland's pretty small, and she was only there for six weeks, and they're actually going to get married two weeks from now. So, like, really quick wedding to throw together. But uh, they're best friends, so she asks Tom to be the maid of honor, which all his guy friends are like, oh, now you're a girl. Now you have to wear a dress yeah. and cut off your penis. Well, and, like, Busy Phillips <laughs> and the other bridesmaids are uh, really pissed off at him because uh, he's a guy, and they don't think he can do a good job. But mostly well, Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips is also mad at him because he slept with her and then like jilted her. So, which is like not like that's she shouldn't she shouldn't care according to the movie. I think is really what it. Right? Yeah, the like, yeah. His his position seems to be that she shouldn't care, and I think Logic's position, <laughs> in so many ways, opposed to this movie, is that that's actually a pretty shitty thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this Colin guy comes back, and and he's actually a pretty pretty hell of a guy. He's uh, he's rich. He's a duke in Scotland, and he's good looking, and he can dunk a basketball, and uh, you know he he seems like a, a hell of a guy. So it's kind of hard to sabotage this one because Tom he wants his plan is to get close to to Hannah by being his her maid of honor and to be really close and to show her how well he knows her and to show her how she can't live without him and then to completely sabotage her, his best friend on the thing that she loves most in the world. Uh, so it's a weird plan. Um, <laughs> anyway. It's good, it's good, it's good. It's very not good. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Was that as? I think there's a <gasps> separate. Caleb, oh. Caleb said mama. Caleb said mama and, and Sarah just busted in here to, to say. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Is that first word? No, he said it other ones. He said like dad a bunch of times. But nice. mom finally. <laughs> okay. Finally mom. Okay. Yeah, no, be- uh, before I'm mom. Sarah uh, with my mind. Yeah, dad, um, cheese, um, like <laughs> dog, ball, <laughs> bottle. Children are so cruel. Okay, so you're like way up in the count on Sarah on this one, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, but, no. okay, but that's awesome. They actually meant never let me. him or her forget that. So this seems like a good time to bust in here, you guys, and to, to explain to you that the coffee sleeve was invented and patented by Jay Sorensen in yeah. 1993 mm. under, and trademarked under the name Java Jacket. Um, yeah, that seems fake. And, oh, but um, those are still called that sometimes. The CEO of Java Jacket, Colleen Sorensen, uh, and her daughter were invited to the set of this film uh, after Java Jacket signed a legal release about the trademark of the Java Jacket. What? Whoa. So they were, they were These- invited in to participate. These Java wow. Jacket people seem pretty litigious. Uh, can I just say how much money he makes? Yes. Yeah, sure. So Starbucks alone, uh, according to Yahoo Answers, I believe, um, makes uh, 4 million cups of coffee a day. So that's <laughs> $1.5 billion a year. So he makes $150 million a year from Starbucks. <laughs> Neat. That's a lot. Well, taxes will take a lot out of it. That's mm. true. Damn this country. But if he were a philandering man boy living in a palatial New York apartment, yeah. that would all make sense. Yeah, it seems reasonable. You mean a philamboy? Yes. A phil- <laughs> yes. Yep. That's Check out the that- new hit from the new band, <laughs> The Philamboys. They had nothing better to do today. I do like the idea, though, of just like as a character to be like, yeah, he invented something, and now he doesn't have to work ever. And that's just a great way to give him a lot of free time. Just be like, yeah, yeah, he invent- he invented playing cards, so that's why he's here. <laughs> um, yeah, I do love that, and also that he has so much time to be able to date so many people and have very complicated rules. They're um, not I, that complicated. It's mostly just no intimacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically just, if you look at any movie where there's a guy in a romantic comedy, just go for like the first, like I guess, act of how he's like, yeah. that's what the rules yeah, are. Before, yeah, before the, the rom-com standard. female tears him down and rebuilds him in her image. Just the first part before that. Mm-hmm, right. Yes. Um, yes. I, I think this movie is actually a great exercise in sort of seeing um, what, like, what all the wrong lessons to learn from my best friend's wedding are. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll definitely get there. But um, 
Let's 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 get through the summary and just and and here we go. So they go to uh, Scotland for the wedding, um, where everybody has to wear kilts and there are locks and there's Nessie and whiskey, whiskey and you're dodging zygons and haggis all over the place. But uh, Tom is made to complete compete in the in the Highland Games uh, for some reason against Colin. Uh, well, and and they they sabotage him and give him a little mini shorty kilt. Um, and you know, there's just other Scottish things that happen. And, uh, but at Hannah's hen night that, um, where she has to go around and get kisses from people at the pub the night before she gets married, Tom kisses her, but more than he should have. And then she knows that he liked her the whole time. Oh my God. He kisses um, her a lot in a public bar in front of all of her friends at her wedding. In front of her mom and her friends. You would think would like pull him off of her. Yeah. Yeah. Or any of it. Um. Yeah, I so, mean, just any time, anytime things go Tom's way and they shouldn't have, just realize that he gave someone a million dollars behind the scenes. That's just what yes, happened. He <laughs> just gave everybody a million dollar bribe. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so, uh, but she's still engaged to Hannah to Colin. Sorry, Hannah is, and and so she's not going to marry Tom. She she's going to actually go get married and and do the kind of the right thing here. Um, but then sure, gets, I don't know. Is there a right thing? <laughs> I don't know. But Tom leaves. But then he comes back to interrupt the wedding on horseback, and he, he goes and gets the girl, and he takes him her away from the wedding. And you know the Scots are a little mad, and, and he gets punched or whatever. Um, Just the but, once. Yeah. You should mention he he, he shows up Hannah back in New York, and apparently happily ever after for the two characters. So he does show up exactly when they say if anybody has a reason why these two shouldn't get married, which. Um, I think it's the father's duty to object there. But anyway, so he came up and objected instead. And then... Yes. Right, in the tradition... Is that a rule? No. No. Um, no. Oh. Uh, and, then, uh, and then... But then also they go and get married, like, uh, the next day in New York. And all of her friends are willing to fly to her second wedding of the month. Oh, yeah. That's a lot to I bet ask. everybody's New York-based. Well, still, like, it's a lot to ask for the, the second wedding you're going to go to in a month. I don't know. Yeah. That's a ton to ask. Yeah. Super ton. Ridiculous ask. As far so as he concerned. actually does steal the bride. He does. He, he he's does. successful despite uh, our rooting against him. I also, guess. I don't want to. I don't. I'm. I'm rooting for the end of the movie. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I also. I don't want to disappoint you anymore, Ezra. But it turns out that uh, Starbucks in uh, they patented their own version of the sleeve that used a slightly oh. different kind of paper. So they're giving him zero dollars, which I would assume is true of most. Like if you invent something so obvious. Uh, everyone's just going to patent their own version of it, and you're never going to get a dime. Well, well a- I mean, as you know from my high school reunion, I actually invented the post-it note, and I am very successful. Yeah, I can tell. You get a dime every time somebody uh, forgets an idea that they put on their computer. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is who invented that glue that melts upon contact with the hot cup and keeps your Java jacket in place. Oh, yeah, that's really great. that's the thing I always think is especially smart. Oh, I find yeah. that irritating because I want when I take it off, it rips the paper. But why do you take it off? Because I like to screw around with you it. You like to denude your cup partway through your drink? <laughs> no, I, I also Sexy. like to fidget with stuff, and I peel labels <laughs> off bottles. All right, you guys. Yeah. Uh, so that's the that's the book. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's the book. That's the, that's the movie. So let's get into our hates now, you guys. Let's do some hates for this movie. Classic hates. It's been a little while since we've played haters. Um, so, guys, any order was something that you found slightly off-putting about this movie. Uh, so I'd like to start by playing some two-on-two uh, hate kickball, uh-huh. which is <laughs> nice. that actors playing basketball who don't know how to play basketball is maybe the worst movie basketball I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are real terrible, yeah, and uh, they use it basically just as an excuse to talk about their emotions. Well, it's just, yeah, it's like three archetypes on one. And there's like, I'm married, it's great. And then there's the guy who's like, you're a woman, ha! And then there's like, I'm bad and wearing shorts, tiny shorts. I'm a, never gets yeah. to play. I'm a dork never gets to guy. play guy. Yeah, no, it's pointless. Uh, it's just yeah. pointless. Also, the Scottish guy who can dunk is like six foot nothing, and he's dunking a foot and a half over the rim. That would be some good trampoline height that he was getting oh. on his, his first yeah, throw. He's yeah. very clearly launched <laughs> by a trampoline in several. Like, he's like, they cut him off at like the knees, but it's very clear that he's already on a platform as he's jumping it's just stupid also they act like if someone can dunk that person will win a basketball game but if he can't handle the ball which he cannot because he's never played before not that useful of a skill unless you put him under it give him the ball and get away from him yeah no it's it's very yeah he'd be easy to steal from because he's dribbling the both hands like but i would say on the other hand um when if you're lusting after a girl and she has just met a scottish guy you give up i think she's won 
you know, like she's already won the human Earth Girl lottery. You know, I think she's found a Scottish mm-hmm. guy. You back off now. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm 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 in support of that. Yeah, which is not to say that Scottish guys, every Scottish guy is the best guy ever, but they will not, not fight that, you. Though. Yeah, they will fight you. No, no, yeah, I'm right. saying I'm, they're not the best guys ever, but every Scottish guy can beat his equal in America. So, like, the number 12 Scottish guy is better than the number 12 American guy. And all the way oh, What's the, like, yeah, how, how, how bad of a Scottish guy would you have to get to in order to, like, like what's, the, what's the difference, you know? Is it like 100? Seating well, think, difference? Oh no no no! It's, it's thousands, thousands of people difference. Wow! I, well, what? America also has millions of more people. Exactly. So if you that's line why up starting at top of the lines, only reason why any of us a, yeah. get to marry women in this country is because they've run out of Scottish people. <laughs> that's Good call. true. I mean, yeah, huh. yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I feel like there are probably some other reasons that you wouldn't like. There are probably some Scottish people that are like racist or like not nice to animals i don't know, I know totally like, totally and i'm just saying we have those people in america i'm saying that the racist scottish guy beats the racist american guy put him on equal what? footing and he's gonna win every time huh wow. i can't argue with this yeah they this make their own whiskey and play an instrument made out of a sheep's bladder i mean you can't fight that they don't all do that <laughs> Very few according do to that. this movie almost never Here, here's honestly so here's the thing this movie, I think, would have killed if um, it had come out like thirty years earlier. I think that would have been really great if it was like, like it wouldn't the funniest movie in the seventies. I think probably right. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I think yep. versions of this movie have always been coming out. Yeah, Whoa. this is so painful. Oh numbers. shit! Mm. You want to talk about that, Tanya? Oh, just I mean, it's just so it just is so rote. I, I there's just nothing new here at all. I think that's so, part of what makes it so painful. Are you saying that if we picked a new country and a new, like, I guess, person who couldn't perform, like, this, uh, I guess, ceremonial duty, for example, is like, like, for example, if Airbud was trying to, like, I don't know, break up uh, a wedding to someone from Fiji and yeah. had to be, like, the pastor, they're like, Airbud, you can't be the pastor. Uh, that would have been equivalent. Uh, is that what I'm hearing yeah. you say? Airbud 9 uh, uh, priest's collar. Hmm. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I see what you did there. With uh, Sergeant at Arms as well. I, I <laughs> yeah. think Sergeant, Sergeant at Arms. Yeah. Where where Airbud would have to? <laughs> why are these all Airbud movies? But <laughs> 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 Airbud would have to like I don't know stop a fight in the middle of a old English debate or something. I'm just know. saying if Dunstan went to Australia. <laughs> sure. And then Dunstan realized that he'd been kind of a dick to his friend and that he actually wanted to get married. Yeah. Here's the real question, guys. Michelle Monaghan, uh, yep. you know, is friends with Dunstan for like yes. for ten years, and yes. then meets Airbud, and wants to marry Airbud. Who do you root for? Well, I, mean, I know who's going to win in a fight because apes are freakishly strong. <laughs> are they? Well, all right, fine. Airbud is Scottish. <laughs> well, so re- are we about to watch? Are we about to watch Airbud get torn to pieces? No, Airbud is Scottish. All right, if, guys, Airbud is Scottish. What, oh, that's what true. Save now? If there's one that's thing true. I've learned from the Airbud averse is that you never bet against Airbud. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> so, it's not a rooting, but betting interest. Oh, never no. betting against that dog. Yeah, and in the Dunstan universe, you just don't bet against shenanigans. So we, or or, or, or don't bet on checking out because that's not what happens, right? You only check in. <laughs> don't bet on checking out with your face on. <laughs> So the other thing, not only is it weird how perfect they make him at the beginning, where he can dunk magically and all that stuff, and he's You're talking royalty. about Colin the Scott, right? Colin the Scott, he's, or Airbud, yeah, Airbud too. Um, uh, Airbud twelve Scottish Terrier. I guess they already did a joke like that. Uh, so anyway, um, the Scottish guy is perfect. He's royalty. He's got a huge dong, which is very important to them apparently. Um, mm. Not only that, but then they do this like really hard pivot where they get to Scotland and it's like, oh no, we were just kidding. Scottish people are the worst. Yeah, they yes. want to put they, they want to put sashes on everything. Well, yeah, the, the ugly sashes, bad hair because everything's traditional. She finds out that he plays bagpipes every day for an hour since he was like fourteen. And actually, if every it really night. was yeah. if it was every night, she would have heard. She it should by now. fucking know yeah. by now. You'd think she should know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There were some weird time things in this movie also, by the way, to pivot slightly on a hate. Uh, there were times when it was night in New York, but like afternoon in Scotland. Uh, like, yeah, I think it's just a daylight savings time thing. I, what was going on there. There were so many things where like time did some 
wibbles and some wobbles, and we're just not sure. Uh, Chris, would you say this was some timey-wimey? There was some timey-wimey stuff. I think we've proven at this point in our history that we do not know very well how time zones work. So I think that's this is perfectly within the the universe of Radiant Wave that we would get that wrong. Um, No, I would get that wrong. <laughs> no, I can barely Tanya. tell time as it is. Yes, you, you. There was an audible. I sound like groan of uh, discomfort. I guess when there was a large dong referenced, was <laughs> that you didn't get to see the dong enough, or <laughs> what? What was your issue there? I didn't get to give the dong a timid blowjob. So I'm pretty disappointed. <laughs> you can't do callbacks uh, before the show started, Tanya. Oh no, no! It's not going to make it in for no reason. You can't. Um, call no, back. no, no! I wasn't just a callback. Now you're just gross. Yeah, I'm just disgusting. <laughs> we all had a thing about timid blowjobs, listeners. It was very funny. Specifically, Alex. It's the okay. show before the show. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no. The thing that I no, I just thought that there were just so many ways in which everybody got traditionally emasculated by giant Scottish Colin that yes. just seems so silly. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, of course he like he owns them all in basketball, and then of course they discover that his penis is huge because Ooh. had he had a tiny penis after playing such great basketball, they would have all been like, ha, 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 nothing matters anymore. Uh, like, honestly, what? here's the thing. Here's the thing. That was a plot point in Bedazzled. Oh, that, that was, was literally I that movie. That, that was, was literally awesome. a plot point in Dazzle. Uh, Brendan Fraser wished he could be a great athlete, and he was. Then it turned out he had a small, tiny penis. He was like, "Oh no, can't be this guy anymore." He took use another wish. I yeah, I believe awful. that more than I believe that the thing that she'd been looking for in a guy all these years was that he had a huge dong, and she was like, "Well, he's got a huge dong, so I should marry him." Got to lock that yeah. dong down. Yeah, but he's um, just so manly. He's got a castle. He has killed literally everything that everyone's about to eat. <laughs> But Here, I, yeah, I don't but like I that either. You're say, royalty. Like, like, let someone kill something for you. Like, you delegate. He doesn't know how to delegate at all. Yeah, you don't mm, need to kill every green answer. bean individually, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> yeah. Just slitting their little green bean I, throats one at a time with a razor blade. <laughs> you won't talk anymore, green bean. <laughs> um, can you guys give me a couple ways where you could be untraditionally emasculated? Because... It seems like that's what we're going for, right? That's what we'd want? Uh, sure. If I say a freak Otis elevator accident, you could definitely get emasculated. Do you mean literally your that... balls ripped off by that elevator accident? Or... <laughs> yeah, you could get gelded. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's, what... that's not what he meant. Huh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how about... That is untraditional. Yeah. Uh, okay. So how about... So non-traditional ways... You... Let me just, just summarize. An... Non-traditional ways that the Scottish guy could be better than you and it would make you feel bad about losing her, your girlfriend. But in a refreshing way, maybe. Yeah, yeah new, new okay. interesting versions. Oh, what if he's just, like, way better at Jenga than you and you lose, like, three out of three times at Jenga to him? Interesting. If he can place the Jenga things with his dong, yeah. <laughs> How about uh, he keeps <laughs> his dong... What dong-based Jenga could you possibly be playing that that would even come up? <laughs> I would why, say, Ezra... Why would, you, why would you just be whipping out your prehensile dong to play no, Jenga? No, no, no. So well, I guess I prehensile it, dong kind of solves that. Yeah, You've got a problem so. here, Ezra, because yeah. the size of Jenga blocks, either his dong has to be tiny to play Jenga or he has to be playing giant Jenga. So I don't think you can I have think, both of those work. What if his dong has a mind of its own and it always just plays Jenga? You can't stop it. Well, okay, so if his dong has a mind of its own, then he has emasculated you with his dong mind. But that's a different thing. <laughs> Refreshing and to, new. To maybe bring it back to the movie a little bit, I feel like the thing that <laughs> if you must, becomes... Because really? I thought that bit was going so well. How could we possibly give up on that bit? As much as I, as much as I love a conversation your, about prehensile dongs and what kind of Jenga they would play, <laughs> the best kind. It is, Go on. It is your wedding episode. The, <laughs> it's a man's game, Tanya. <laughs> this is a man's game. It would be much harder. Dong in Jenga all fairness, is it for the week? Go Look. back to your click clack lumberjack. <laughs> I don't like to. I don't like to say that there are a lot of differences between the genders, but it's much harder to play Jenga with a vagina. Right? You haven't played Vajenga then. No. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so bring it back, Tanya. What were you trying to say? No, I was just going to say, I think the way that, that they get most poignantly emasculated that the movie kind of doesn't acknowledge is that the reason that Colin is so successful is that he's willing to commit. And I think that's like the like most striking thing about him is that yes. he met this woman. They spent a month together doing things she wanted to do. He was very taken with her and immediately was like, 
all the intimacy. Meet my family. Marry me. Come to my country. I want you. You're the one. Let's do this okay. thing. Okay. Okay. Yes, but uh, he did that way too fast. He never showed her that he hunted. He never mentioned that he played bagpipes. They basically hadn't talked before. I think, I'm, and I'm gonna... I actually think that, oh, go ahead. I just think I think Michelle McGonaghan is a terrible listener. <laughs> and actually, I think, and I think that this is. I think I'm going to put this squarely on the movie because, frankly, I think that in real life, if people spent that much time together in that on that person's turf, I'm not saying that this is a way that people should get married. Although, if any nope. of our dear listeners got married after a month traveling together, good on you. Yeah, good on you. I hope you're still together and everything's going great. That said, I really don't think that the things that were revealed about him that she didn't know would be the things that you would be surprised by i think there would be things but i don't think these would be the things and right. i think this movie is dumb for coming up with these things <laughs> right right because what are the things, i only say it two more times breakers? okay what are the deal breakers he doesn't like her eating off his plate yeah that that's is, huge that is yeah yeah basically of, that he is patrick dempsey on a sunday well, is like the reason that colin can't yeah, that, that's another one that makes wait, wait, no wait, sense hot fudge sunday because i'm down that's another one that makes no sense, though, because they hung out for like a month in Scotland. Did they never eat a meal next to each other? Yeah, I guess not. Or maybe not side by side cakes. <laughs> in this part of Scotland, the man and woman who travel together eat in separate corners of the room. <laughs> or under veils. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 So it's yeah. So he he can't he can't abide her eating off of his plate, even if it's just for a bite. Yes. And it's not that she can't eat his food. He just puts it on a separate plate, and boy, is that not okay. <laughs> There's the love. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like that and, and hunting. she might find his bagpipes annoying. In the hunting, yeah. In the, bagpipes. In the hunting and, and the she's bagpipes. Not, she's not that into him bragging about all the kills that he makes. And also, he seems to allow his family to style her for the wedding, which she's like timidly nervous about. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's, he's, he's rooted in his own country's tradition. In a way that's inflexible. Yeah, maybe, I, but I, like no one challenges it. It's just like it doesn't seem like they'd be okay with anyone suggesting something else. Right. Also, the but problem like, wasn't really so much with the main character not committing, though, Tanya. It was that he was just literally never said he liked her at all. No, that's not true. They had that moment on the dance floor, and the weird. Okay, so this is the other thing that I hate about this fucking movie <laughs> is that basically they so they have this moment that's very charged, but it's only shot over his shoulder so you're only looking at her face and she's clearly having this moment where they're dancing close together and they're like talking into each other's ears and it's all very like intimate and special and she's feeling stuff and you can tell that and then he breaks away you never see his face you have no idea if he felt it too or if he's just being a cad but your best guess is that he like can't feel his own feelings because it's all john wayne from wall to wall inside (laughs) that paneled man like what the what (laughs) it just doesn't make any sense to me and you don't like understand his story he just goes from like me no understand woman to like must steal the bride like it's just it's so yeah he does he's hanging out playing basketball with his friends and he was like wait a second i've been in love with her for the whole time like there's no build up to it like this series of vapid models won't do all my special sunday shit that my best friend does i guess i need to marry my best friend you guys i just realized why i hate this movie (laughs) it's about a rich white guy who gets everything he wants finds something he wants but a richer whiter guy claims it and I made myself so easy to love read it and weep is sponsored by Bing Bing the search engine you can use ironically when you have a question but the answer doesn't matter much Bing it Bing, bang, bung. Now you're done. And if anyone can show just cause why this couple should not be joined together in matrimony, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. Well, oh, geez. Is, this is our last chance to object? Stop it, Dan. Well, but what if I don't say it now? I have to hold my peace forever. That was a verbal contract. I think they're legally binding. Just sit down, Dan. It's a formality. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... But I'm going to continue watching this wedding under protest. I, I do not forgo my right to stop keeping the peace in the future. This verbal contract is also legally binding. Noted. Now, if anyone can Actually, show... I have a couple reasons I can think of right now. Can I just write them down somewhere so I don't have to give up my objecting privileges later? No, Dan, shut up. Oh, okay. Well, what if I come up with reasons later and I need to tell somebody? 
Oh my god! Come on, man. This is our wedding. Now sit down. Really, it's just if you have a legal reason why they shouldn't be married. Like, if they're already married to someone else. Or say they murdered the other person's previous spouse. Or if they're underage. Oh my god, you murdered her previous husband? No. I was just going to say, like, she likes hiking and you don't. And that seems like it could be a problem in the long term. But now that I know about this murder thing... Nobody murdered anybody. Well, there's other reasons. This isn't a time for grand romantic gestures, young man. If you're in love with your friend's fiancé, you should have said something a while ago, right? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not that at all. I don't particularly care for her. She's always been mean to me. And him, too, now that that I think about it. I have not. And he's also told me that they're not sexually compatible. Wait, what? It's not a big deal, honey. We'll be fine. So, is it just this asshole, or does everybody have a bunch of reasons we shouldn't get married? Honey! I want to know! He wants to live in the city, and she wants to live in the country. Well, she's a dog person, but he's allergic. I heard she doesn't like his family. He never wants to have kids. She don't believe in the death penalty. He's an executioner. I slept with them both separately in the past week. Really? Separately? Oh. Okay, jeez. Okay, you guys, maybe we shouldn't do this right now. You know, Dad, I'm starting to agree with you. If anybody has a single reason why they should get married, speak now or forever hold your peace. But that's not legally binding. They're similar height? Both eat feed. Well, they already live in the same apartment together. Come on, guys, you can do better than that. Uh, oh, oh, wait, I've got it. The thing that ha- they have in common is they both use Bing. Really? That's weird. Well, it's not because they like it. He's doing it to get the rewards because he spent all his money on this wedding. And she's doing it because her friend bet her that she couldn't go a month without Google. Well, that's good enough for me. I now pronounce you man and wife, you crazy bingers. Remember, friends, you can use Bing for pretty much anything you use Google for. We even make it look like Google in the hopes of tricking you into thinking you're Googling. Plus, with Bing rewards, we'll literally pay you to use our service because that's how desperate we are here. Bing, bing, bang, bung. Now you're done. Oh, you're right. We are not sexually compatible. <laughs> That's the most timid blowjob I've ever seen. <laughs> you can't you can't call back to stuff that happened before the show. That's the number Yet one. Yet another rule. callback to the timid blowjob that never really existed. <laughs> Very timid. That's what. I just want to at least clear up for the listeners that we're talking about a joke about timid blowjobs, not a particularly timid blowjob that happened before we started. <laughs> All the blowjobs that we do before the start of the show are strong. You know what? Our warm-up blowjobs are anything but timid. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would say. I will let everyone know. (laughs) Especially you, Ezra. Big guy. Thank you. Google, hang out. (laughs) All right, you guys. It's time for the game of Top 5. Top 5. Top 5. The game that gets you, the listener, the meat suits, it gets you guys involved in the show. First up, Martin on Twitter says, uh, ha- actually, I'm going to well, I'm gonna cancel that one because we already talked about that. Uh, Suck it, Martin. I'm gonna- Martin, we already answered your question. Martin, you cut. Martin, you're beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am beautiful. Martin, All right, I'll just read Martin. Martin's question, was, Martin's question was, how does the title pun even work? Honor is not a concrete noun. I just don't get it, which we've already agreed. Not a good pun. Martin, oh. you're right. And we're going to fill in, actually, uh, I'm going to let our next person get to. Uh, Marina on Twitter says, could you tell Patrick Dempsey is really, really into juggling? He was clearly waiting to bust out that department store move. It was like, all of a sudden, you saw the circus nerd that Patrick Dempsey used to be while he was in acting school, yeah. before people realized he was attractive. <laughs> yeah. He used to be so into juggling, and then, I, and then he got too attractive for it. And this is the only place you can get away with that. Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of like weird women's magazines in the wings waiting to be like, Patrick, Patrick, tell us about that crazy juggling scene. Like, what, what did you even? Was that always something you could do? He did. Uh, I did see. Uh, I did see him on Rachel Ray where she asked him to juggle. So it is. <gasps> oh common. God, it's real. Yep, it's totally real. Um, and I'm going to give Marina <sighs> a bonus one since we cut Martin's. So the, number two, also from Marina. Um, could you rank on a scale from Braveheart iffy to Fat Bastard Insane? Uh, the Scottish cliches in this movie. Mm, ah. I'm going to go with, uh, what is it, Formula 43? Slightly off the <laughs> walls, but not quite Fat Bastard? I'm going to say it's closing in on Fat Bastard for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing but... I'm going to uh, say it's it's a 
train spotting, like, sort of, like, stuck in a toilet and going to Underworld? Yeah, but I feel like the train spotting people are better Scottish than the people in this movie. I'm going to say it's solidly past DuckTales. Oh, definitely. No, Scrooge McDuck is, like, a balanced, nuanced (laughs) look at Scottishness compared to this. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the needle is, is more toward Fat Bastard. Yep. Can can Scottish ducks get any female American duck that they want? Well, it's uh, just a one to one. So a Scottish duck is better than his equivalent American duck. And I think we all know how rapey ducks are. Nobody wants to know about what they do downstairs because it's bad. We do not. Don't look it up. No, we don't. Look <laughs> Save <it up>. yourselves. <laughs> but but let's let's just, let's just say this: they could play a complicated game of Jenga. They mm. want to know that. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> all right, number next, three. Next, number three. Sammy C on Facebook says. How often do men meet up to play basketball and talk about their feelings and their love lives? Is it all That's the time? That's the only time I ever have talked about my feelings. <laughs> Chris, That's the only time I play basketball. <laughs> and then, dear reader, I married him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there's, a, there's actually in uh, the new movie Trainwreck, which I did not care for at all, the uh, new Amy Schumer movie. Oh, no, I like Amy Schumer. I know, I love Amy Schumer, and this movie's terrible. But anyway, there's a great scene where... Uh, the main guy character and his best friend play basketball and talk about their feelings, except his best friend is LeBron James, who is much better at basketball than he is, and that scene is really funny. (laughs) I also, yeah, I just saw they came together in which they also make fun of this basketball feelings party. And uh, yeah, it it has got to go. It's got to go. It's the worst. Definitely they should be like, they should be doing something that real men do, like uh, uh, cricket or uh huh? <laughs> uh, just like playing like playing video games or like getting a beer i don't know like something wait. normal guys what about just like farting a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right uh, just like never-ending non sequiturs as moving on bridget bridget on facebook says why do weddings have the objection line in them it seems like it would be the best way to stop this kind of shenanigans to get rid of that line well bridget i did some research Basically, no one says that anymore. That is pretty far That's, beyond. They said that at ours. They totally yeah, are. Did they really? Our government official totally said that <gasps> to yeah. our witnesses. Oh. And we all turned and pointed at them. And I believe Chris said, you? <laughs> <laughs> there was a great... Wait, so did you watch this before or after that? After. After. Oh, okay, good. But it's still so much of a cliche. I did find a great video on YouTube, though, of a moment where that happens and a baby says something really loud and the whole crowd cracks up. That's oh, good. yeah. There's, no, there's a lot of that, or like an old person makes a cute joke, or... Right. Yeah, like, get on with it already. I'm dying. That kind of thing. <laughs> the lump in my neck is getting bigger. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got the gout. I was going to say... Like, I was... Groom's grandpa says, like, take me instead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Classic love... Groom's grandpa. You guys, so I was going to put a warning up at the top that was going to say you should not listen to this with children because of all the blowjob jokes, but you shouldn't listen to this with old people either. Holy shit. What, just because we're making them out to be vibrant sexual beings, Alex? That's right. Oh, I Their thought, blowjobs aren't timid. I thought that lump you were talking about was cancer. <laughs> well, uh, I did say it was a, in his neck. Yeah, it could be a goiter, man. <laughs> or a boner. All right. Um, a goiter. Yeah, apparently it's not. It's it's mostly been phased out. And apparently, this is why I used that in the ad. Uh, apparently, it really was originally just for legal reasons because we didn't have very good bookkeeping. So they'd be like, let's pause for a second. If anyone knows that these people are married... <laughs> Already, yeah. just this would be a great time to tell me because we have no record keeping in this country. Yeah, it was it's like actually one of those people. <laughs> it's entirely for what, Tanya? Oh, it's entirely for Jane Eyre reasons. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, if somebody knows you have wifey in the attic, you've got to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tanya, the fact that you call it that tells me you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> if you can only have sex in an attic, something is wrong. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's a great I want to recommend a great Onion video that I sort of referenced earlier which is about um, it's, it's a video about all of the great father-daughter moments of a wedding um, and it's really gross mm-hmm. but it's because uh, there, there's so many creepy father-daughter things but one of them is during the objection where it's like traditional for the father to stand up and yell no one is ever good enough for my daughter ew <laughs> what no it's a joke, uh, it's, a joke. What? it's a joke it's a joke right, video. Tanya would you like the other thing it was like Anyone's good enough for my daughter. Is that better? I like sweet silence. Um. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Hey, my daughter's proclivities are about her and not me. Anyway, I have, no comment. <laughs> just, I have no comment on the matter of my daughter. 
My adult children's sexuality is entirely their decision. Yay! Number number five, (laughs) Tegan on Facebook says, Why do people never say what they need to say or what's on their mind to resolve conflict and unnecessary drama? This goes for real-life drama as well as movie drama. Communication is key, people. Um, Maybe we just need to make a, a safe space, kind of like, basically, if you finger paint something... The other person has to accept it, is what I want the rule to be now. See, if, you ca- what? if you're calling it finger painting, I don't think you're ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to say that I feel like there was a time in college, and maybe this was only in the writing house, but there was a period of time where like, if anybody was being weird with anybody else, somebody in the room would like turn and be like, are you guys having a moment? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that could happen more in movies. Like That would solve everything if people were like, weirdly touching her hands over some piece of toast and then they like look into each other's eyes like somebody else in the room should be like are you guys having a moment and then they just have to address it yeah <laughs> is this a bit is this a bit <laughs> or or my i prefer now as an adult i've matured past like yelling are you guys having a moment so now when i see two people do that i just go make out make out make <laughs> out oh yeah dante's cove dante's cove i would i would also accept if you just pull up uh careless whisper on your uh, on youtube on your oh, phone, yeah. you start playing that. You just have around. a careless whisper soundboard app. Now, I, I, I think, like, you know, getting to the heart of it, like, the admitting your feelings is scary. And so movies try to solve it with slapstick and circuitous logic, and real people solve it with not talking about it for 50 years. I yeah. think 50 years both are good options. Yeah. <laughs> so why choose? I would actually say this is exactly the right criticism for all rom coms, except this one, because this one actually, he decides while she's away and he can't talk to her because cell phones don't work in 2008. And then, uh, or, or time zones. It's mysteriously hard to call in the morning in New York when you ha- don't have a job. Super easy, yeah. And then, and then she he, she can't talk on the phone because there's cows or sheep. Yeah. And then, like every time he tries to talk to her, some new Scottish tradition breaks out all around her. So, like he does try. <laughs> also, he's a text. You know. Yeah, there's a weird. He, yeah, there's a weird like inconsistency where there's a week where he's always trying to talk to her and then when he does reach her he says like horrifying things like have you found the Loch Ness Monster yet? (laughs) And then she goes silent for a month Yeah, and he doesn't like think that's weird at all. We had Gmail at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 2008? Yeah. We sure did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No excuse. But what about Bing Mail? Did we have that yet? I was about to say, was Bing around? It it was Hotmail at that time. Yeah. Oh, Hotmail. Yeah. Yeah. If only Bing had been there to solve this. Bing would have solved it, man. Yeah, yeah, Bing Bong. You think you're having a trouble? Bing Bing Bang Bong, you're done. Bing Bang Bong, you're monogand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. That's the game of Top 5. If you want to play along with us next week, go to facebook.com slash read and weep or on Twitter at read underscore weep, and we will post the week's episodes, and you can talk back at us. Also, uh, on our mailing list, we'll pose the question each week of what, what we're looking at. This week, coming up next... Uh, I'm going to talk about this a little more in a second, but it's episode number 300, so we're going to have a very special assignment Whoa. for you. So definitely check us out. Get us on Facebook or Twitter and say that. Give us some feedback. That's what we need. Play top five. Now it is time for the second half of our compliment sandwich, the closing compliment, the minor compliment. So we're going to go in reverse order. I'm up first, and I have um, man, I have three little tiny ones really hard to decide between. Smash them together. All right, let's do – I'm going to do – I'm going to do a – Quick, super fast mini compliments. Number one, uh, rich guys having breakfast, uh, decanted orange juice. Always a fan of decanted orange juice. Lightning bonus round. Uh, Number two is that when he he, uh, leaves for the airport, four of his friends drive him to the airport. Super sweet. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what kind of what kind of time do his friends have? Who knows? What, what did they What did they invent? And then number four was that when she tries on lingerie in the lingerie try on suite, the ca- there's a couch uh, and pillows that definitely look like a dong and balls. Yes, yes. that was fun. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna put it out there. They don't let you try it on, right? Because that <laughs> seems not what you want. You just keep your other stuff on. Yeah. Oh, so it's just super bulky. Yeah, no, you you keep your other stuff on. <laughs> okay, that's cool then. Um, yeah, and but just if the, I don't think that there's normally like a room where guys watch you try it on, but if they did, you'd have to put a, bar, a boner yep. couch. That's what that would be. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I mean, actually, no. In fancy places, there actually might be that sort of room. I have no idea. I don't either. I'm not rich, but yeah. if I did, I want my friends driving in the airport. I want to can orange juice, and I want a boner couch in my lingerie room. Uh, continuing backwards. <laughs> <laughs> And then I want a richer, whiter guy to take the girl away. Anyway. 
<laughs> oh, that's called a butler. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, Ezra, minor compliment. <laughs> wow, your butler's really getting a good like deal out of it then. Yeah, he's he's overpaid. <laughs> Ezra, lay it on us. Um, the supporting cast. I don't know if it's like this is the movie for them necessarily, but it's really solid because like there's a uh, Chris uh, Messina who's uh, really very likable in uh, the Mini Project. Uh, I like Busy yes. Phillips. Uh, this is. Uh, the guy's dad's last movie, um, Sidney Pollock. Yeah, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. This is the and, movie know, that killed Sidney Pollock. A great director. There are a lot of people. Yeah, there are a lot of people that were not Dempsey that were totally good people in this movie. <laughs> Damn it, Ez, you're taking my compliment. Oh, yeah. I wanted to specifically talk about Busy Phillips. Well, you can uh, now well, talk you can some more about it. I don't know much about we'll it. do this a combo compliment. I did three, so I've made up for you guys. Okay, great. Uh, Busy Phillips, loved her in Freaks and Geeks. Uh, mm-hmm. I heard that she's really good in Cougarton, which we saw the first couple episodes of, and, <laughs> and it I was the worst. Didn't watch anymore? Yeah, Cougarton uh, Abbey. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, she I thought was really delightful in this as being. She had a pretty thankless role as spiteful uh, second on deck bridesmaid, uh, but at the same time, uh, I thought she was really funny, and uh, and I don't know, uh, generally likable despite the the role, and so I. Tip of the hat hat to you there, uh, Busy. Uh, Plus, your name's Busy. Yeah, that's that's a weird name. Uh, Tanya, Tanyesus, it's your turn. Minor compliment. Finish us off. Um, I enjoyed that a lot of the otherwise like wooden and potentially lengthy conversations in this movie got truncated. <laughs> <laughs> so there's one where her mom shows up to her room and is, they're like looking at all these boring photos of her and her sister that barely exists. <laughs> like, oh, look at that one. There you are next to a piano. And then suddenly there's a picture. And she's like, I wish dad was here. And her mom's like, yeah, I guess so. And then <laughs> she's she's like, oh, you know, I guess he'll never, he never knew that I was happy with someone. And she's like, oh, she he thought you were going to marry Tom. Good night. <laughs> yeah. And there was just so many like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, so many conversations like that. Also, I enjoyed that we didn't have to watch that entire laundry montage. Like, she shows up in, like, one outfit, and he's like, yeah. no, never. Laundry isn't sexy. Men like bandages. And then they, like, leave the store. <laughs> and we yeah. just assume that she, like, bought something. But we don't have to deal with her, like, popping out of the room dressed as, like, six different people. Yeah, the, dr- the director's cut of this is much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um how great i, I just because because i realized like well the movie really is shaped by the edit you know like like yeah. you were saying Tanya, we got to skip over a lot of good stuff and so like actually if you could just you can make it just a 20 minute movie where just like the winner of this dunking contest gets to marry her and that's then like then just he dunks and they're like oh well i guess the movie's over and that's it you never have to go to scotland Who, but they sort yeah, of no. do that they sort of do like whoever wins the caber toss gets to marry that lady that was yeah. the old Scottish way. I really would have cut from that moment where they're dancing at his dad's wedding to them getting married in New York, and that would have been a tidy movie. Wait, skipping all complexity whatsoever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I would have just had like a lot of slow motion shots of them eating cake. Huh. Just Slow-mo. like. <laughs> just because they had to stretch it out. Weird a wedding problem. We currently have too much cake in our house. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. How long will it last? Too long. No, like, like, will it be there? Like, while we're there? What? What? Oh, he's, he's like. Are you asking if that's a real no, problem? Have, in our New York apartment, we have, New we York have too cake. much cake. We can't bring a right. whole cake on a plane. Because otherwise, you'd have the movie cake, cakes, on a cakes, plane. On a, cakes on a Plane. <laughs> <laughs> I got there before you. So kiss me goodbye. <laughs> That is it for our show. That is it for our very special wedding episode in honor of Chris and Tanya. Congratulations, Aww. you guys. You're so married now. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. This is the most we've talked about being together on this show ever, I think. Yep. For a while, dear listeners, I didn't think you needed to be bothered with that. So I thought it was weird if we brought it up on the show. Yeah, you didn't think it'd be, you know. I don't know. I just Jermaine. Germain. It didn't like seem germane to anything. Yeah. Was well, not Clement. I think the most together you guys ever seemed on the show was when you were during the live show when you were playing aliens and, and cowboys. Mm. 
That was when I knew. Aliens yeah. and Sarandon. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> aliens and guys that were having sex with aliens. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you are right. That was like the that cutest, coupliest thing you guys ever did. And also, I think before that, we hadn't. There's not a lot of opportunities for people to have seen me that you guys were on the same camera. Yeah, but I think it's weird that we would both be in the Brooklyn studio. Well, but yeah, but people still, even though I <laughs> like, say that at the beginning of the show, I've had probably 30 people say, like, ask how we do the recording because they don't think we're, they're like, so do they come to Portland? When oh, do you record? How are they in other cities? Wow. I think that just goes over people's heads or not. Actually, this seems like a good amount of behind the scenes to talk about more next week on episode 300. 300. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, can this we This is Parody! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can the top five be about us? Can they ask us questions about ourselves? Yes, that's Is what that I was going to see if they wanted to do. Oh, that'd be great. I'm if always, they want to. I'm always afraid But if you guys you don't that. want to, then please don't make yeah. us feel bad. Our answers may not be the truth. I Oh, what? I think I I'm going to make it pretty open-ended about the show or about whatever they want to talk about. But I've always been worried about having people ask us questions because I'm afraid no one will have any questions. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder nothing. So that's next week. So episode 300, we're going to be doing, like we have for 100 and 200, we're going to be doing sort of a meta show. We're going to be talking about ourselves. We're, but what we're going to be doing this time around is we're going to be re-reviewing some of our favorite topics. We're going to we're not rereading them. We're just going to be talking about them again. We're going to see if our opinions have changed at all on those topics. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it'd yeah. be a good chance to revisit some of our favorites and uh, give some new listeners who may not have been with us for as long uh, some great things to go back to. And we're also going to talk also, about... Oh, oh. Go ahead, Tanya. I was just going to say, and for some of us who also haven't been with us that long, there's going to be some wacky revisiting of things I didn't visit the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just make shit up. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. You could, Well, some, a lot of the times you've like known about them anyway and just weren't on the show, so you wouldn't have gotten to talk about them before. Accurate. Also, um, so we'll be doing that, and then we'll also be talking about our favorite episodes of the show so far. And in, in doing so, we've collected a lot of uh, suggestions from you guys as to what our starter pack would be. Because a few episodes ago, I made reference to the fact that we've only done like 24 or so good episodes. And so people asked which ones those were. So we've put together our starter pack of actually good episodes that you should listen to when we have to give you a trigger warning and tell you not to listen to the current one. So all of that and more number 300 next week so right now go to Facebook or Twitter or send us an email podcast at readdiffic.com and ask us a question for the game of top 5 uh, about top ourselves five. about the show it might be top 100 if you guys have a lot of good questions or top 3 if you guys don't care much uh, we'll see yeah. we shall see top 0 we're just sad uh, also before we go today it's time to announce the winner of our new game Duke of Bullshit Hillock yeah so Chris, so this is- Chris and I invented this game on the email list that we take turns writing. Yeah, so we do the weekly weep, and you should all sign up for the weekly weep at readdashweep.com. Um, and we put a lot of uh, fun, original content, and just extra thoughts about our shows. But uh, we wanted to give you all a chance to respond to the weekly weep, and uh, I don't know, be on the show in, in that part. Mm-hmm. So King of Bullshit Hillock, uh, Duke of Bull- God, i, I got to practice saying the name. Uh, Duke of Bullshit Hillock is where uh, we ask you guys a question to explain something from the topic we covered, and you got and the winner who has a short explanation for how that worked gets a mention on the show. Chris, who's our winner today? Our winner today is Scott Hillman, um, who commented on Facebook. Uh, so our question was because we were talking with Matt Fraction last week about Babe Pig in the City, and we asked, uh, you know, okay, how does this movie fit into a single George Miller continuity? Yes. Um, so that's Mad Max, it's Happy <laughs> Feet, it's uh, some other totally weird stuff. And so here's what Scott said: is was not incredibly obvious is that the Babe series don't doesn't take place in a version of the present day, but around the year 2500 A.D. Oh. Interesting. Okay, there was a series of nuclear wars in this universe around 1992, right after the discovery of Lorenzo Oil, and the world became increasingly <laughs> shittier through the Mad Max movies. However, around 2400 A.D., things calmed down quite a bit as the climate settled back down from greenhouse gases and such, producing the world where Babe exists, a world where things are kind of similar to present day, but they never got the internet backup. Fax machines are about the limited technology, and generalized farm are the ways that people get money. Instead of rebuilding the world in multiple cities, they're like, screw it, we've only got this one place, let's just build all the cities at one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. That saves a lot of time. Let's just take the things we think we saw in postcards and photographs and jam them all together. Yep. And, yeah. Um, So, however, through centuries of mutation and radiation, animal species are gradually acquiring self-awareness, which leads to the Fifth War centuries later. And around 5234, 
Happy feet. <laughs> so, Scott, thank you so much for that uh, clever explanation and being our first inaugural Duke of Bullshit Hillock. <laughs> thanks, Scott. Thanks to everybody else who participated. All of that and more is available on our Facebook, Twitter, and on the email list with the Weekly Weep, which comes out Thursdays and is a really fun project. So you should all check that out. Thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you all next week. Congratulations at C. Walter Smith and at the Tanya Best. Custard and fish sticks. <laughs> and thank you as always, Ezra Fox. <laughs> My pleasure. I don't have a catchphrase like that, man. I, I'd be it's not even for a while. It's not really a catchphrase. Flustered. It's flustered. It's not really a catchphrase. Flustered it's a, and fish sticks. It's a catch food. That's what you need. <laughs> catch food. Because Tanya's is better. Get some chili, or I hope you like some chili. Yeah. Better, better get some chili. Grab your chili. It's time for a timid blowjob. You can't call back you can't just to things that oh happened God. before the show. That's it. We're, we're gone. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>